What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Load Management Podcast. I'm your host, Gage Sampson. With me, as always, my co-host, Jordan Briggs here. We're going to be going over some all-star snubs and uh, also just reflect on uh, all the all the all-star voting and who got the, the reserves this year. So we're going to be going over that. Um, Devin Booker, man. I think that's the big name. Yeah. That and maybe Bradley Beal, two of the biggest. Yeah. But... You know, every, every this happens every year, and it's the nature of it, and, and it's a good thing. I mean, if you're a Suns fan, it sucks. If you're a Devin Booker fan, it sucks. If you're a Kentucky fan, it sucks. But it's a good thing for the NBA to have someone – You know, the league is so strong that we have Devin Booker's, Bradley Beal's, Jason Tatum – or uh, Jalen Brown's yeah, who aren't making the All-Star game. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I, the Carl – I mean, I feel like – that one was weird to me just because – was he an All-Star last year? Has he been an All-Star? Yeah. yeah. I think I think with him it was just the number of games missed this year. Yeah. But and it's the timing of the games missed too. Yeah, that's true. Did Paul George make it in? No. no. He's too hurt. Paul George didn't make it. Kyrie Irving didn't – or Kyrie Irving did make it, but someone like Paul George right, didn't. No, Kyrie Irving didn't make it, right? No, Kyrie missed too many games. Yeah, you're right. So Kyrie Irving, Paul George, Carl Anthony Towns. I think that's the only three that – you know, are all-star level players that were hurt, too yeah. hurt, right? Yeah. Man, my boy uh, Bam Adebayo made it. I really didn't think he was going to get a reserve. Yeah, I mean, it helps that he plays the position he plays. Yeah. Um, because, but if you look at his stats, you know, they're respectable numbers. Same with uh, DeMontis Sabonis. I was really happy to see him in there. I Because he took a pretty big step this year. I think Beal should have made it over Sabonis, but I can understand why Sabonis made it. But I think they have to have front court players. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, they, I mean, they really only have two big men in the the Eastern Conference reserves. So yeah, and that's what that's and that's what they, you have to have two two front court players. So yeah, um, Chris Middleton is you know is maybe arguable that you Bradley Beal plays better than him, but I think what helped was he's been played out of his goddamn mind this past like month, and he plays for the Bucks. Yeah. And I think if we see, I, uh, there was a debate on. I think it was TNT uh, earlier last week, earlier this week, that talked about should we consider the records of these teams? And I think, I think you have to. I see. I'm in the other camp. I don't. I don't believe that because so, I feel like all stars are. It's just it's individual play. It's like who's the best of the best. And I just I can't. It's hard for me when Bradley Beal has uh, just a really crappy team around him. And he's playing like as much as he can, and the offense is really, really well. They're just—I mean, I guess I understand because his defense has been really bad this year. But just the way he's been playing, it's like he has nobody around him. He has Isaiah Thomas, yeah, like as his starting point guard. Who's—I mean, I don't know. And I think someone like Bradley Beal, who's playing so well, is obviously should have been considered. But I think the rationale, at least for me, it is that you get someone like Chris Middleton, who plays on such a solid team, to put up the numbers he's doing. Considering the uh, the other people around him that need usage, yeah, is is obviously a, you know something mm. you have to consider because if you look at if you look at historically teams that are really bad, there's always that one guy who's a stats kid. I mean, look at like what Marcus Morris is doing with the Knicks. Yeah, Marcus Morris is not a twenty point score on the Celtics last year. It's not like he got significantly better this year. He just plays for a crap team. I mean, it gets to a point where like your team is so bad. Like I feel like you. You can't be considered kind of like Marcus Morris, but Brad. I mean, the Washington Wizards are bad, but I mean they've been 
they beat some pretty decent teams over the past month. And, and Devin Booker's in that same boat where I think it's like, okay, the Suns are at least competitive enough that yeah, it shouldn't be yeah. killing him of course. to get there. Um, I mean, the dude is averaging 27-6 and six on 63% true shooting. Oh, yeah, he's a stud. I mean, he's an absolute stud. He's but, just, ah. Yeah, and, you know, obviously I know Brandon Ingram made it. They play different positions. But, like, let's take, let's take Donovan Mitchell versus Devin Booker. Statistically, they're very similar. Yeah. Devin Booker probably has a slight edge across the board. He's just more efficient. But you're talking about Donovan Mitchell being the number two seed. He's doing this on a team where he's competing with numbers with Bogdanovich, with Gobert, with Michael Conley now. Um, you know, obviously he's better defensive team. Yeah. So it's tough to say that there's not something that he's doing. He's the best player on the second best team in the West or third best team in the West during most of the, the voting. They, the Jazz were at the number two. Yeah. Um, I know the West is going up and down, left and right, but my boy Rudy Gobert made it. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I think most people are happy after last year's reaction to not making it. Not a lot of surprises to me, except for maybe Chris Paul. Um, I I I understand why they put Chris Paul in because he takes this Thunder team who had no aspirations to even sniff the playoffs to being in the seventh seed. Yeah. I think that's where they're at right now. Yeah. And I mean, he's playing respectably, not anywhere, anything near where he was like a few years ago. But his name, I think, helps him a little bit because there's a, definitely an argument that SGA could have taken that spot and for the Thunder. I mean, he's been playing well and he's been relatively healthy. So I mean, I guess I, I guess I can understand it. If I had to leave anyone off those lifts for Booker, it would probably probably be Brandon Ingram or Mitchell. But yeah, I mean Russell Westbrook. People give him a lot of flack. He's because, been insane this January. Yeah, I mean, if, but his stats are just absurd, and he, they're underappreciated because he's been doing it for so long. Yeah, um, they're I mean, just, he's been picking it up since James Harden's been just dog crap this past month. Yeah, I mean for for his standard. Yeah, for his standard. Yeah. His standard, yeah. The the one thing that we didn't talk about when we talked about you know conference standings and uh, kind of the shift of power to the West is what it does to the all-star lineup because you think about the players in the west if, if hypothetically we have a healthy um we have a healthy paul george we have a healthy carl anthony towns then you're getting players like nikola Jokic and maybe donovan mitchell or brandon ingram who aren't making it i feel like Jokic is too established at this point to not he, make it he is but but i'm saying or maybe gobert doesn't make it i don't think gobert makes it but th think about how well he's played this year yeah you know it's just the West is just so defense isn't loaded. sexy, and it, no, it's it, not. But the, the West is just so loaded with talent. Because I think if you ask, you know, if you talk to an NBA fan or you know, look at NBA stats, you say, okay, Sabonis doesn't make the All Star game. There's, you know, there's definitely an argument that he's a borderline All Star. Same with Bam Adebayo at this point. But when we start talking about your, you know, your defensive player of the year and Gobert, and Nikola Jokic, who's the best player on one of the best teams in the West, um, had, you know. In years coming, as the West continues to just grow more and more talent, Zion Williamson just got added into this group. Yeah, um, potential future All Stars. I mean, Drew Holiday, who I know has been hurt, but he's playing out of his mind. Yeah, um, and he's not wasn't you know. There's still three guards ahead of him for yeah. a reserve spot. Uh, the West is just just loaded. Yeah, it's man. Yeah, the West is it. The West is a lot tougher than the East. I feel like uh, the East. I really didn't have any problem except for maybe kyle lowry but you could take his team winning a lot and him being relatively healthy this year also i would probably put beal over him if i had to or sabonis i think tatum's been playing well enough and his defense has been really improved this year uh ben simmons yeah he's been playing out of his mind since 
Uh, Embiid's been out. I I really don't see any other outliers. I think Jimmy Butler probably should have started over Trey Young. That's just me. But uh, crashing the glass and uh, pro uh, basketball pro reference has a. Uh, Jimmy Butler playing mostly small forward this year, so it would have been him between him and Pascal Siakam, which is a lot tougher for starters. Yeah. Uh, because last time we did a podcast talking about all stars, I don't think the starters were named right. Uh, they, the vote we just talked about the voting, yeah, uh, and it was pretty much established we knew who was going to do it, yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't locked in certain. Uh, one other thing we could see it, in this is yet to be announced because the All Star break is still what. 12 days away from now uh, before the the all-star festivities start if, if players are injured like Luka Doncic it wouldn't surprise me if Kawhi Leonard doesn't play in it um you know just because Kawhi Leonard likes to find excuses to get hurt we know Luka's dealing with an ankle issue Trey Young might be dealing with an ankle issue so there is potentially spots coming in for you know uh bookers the Beals um yeah I mean no no there's no one really severely injured I, that will get no. taken off I mean, if Luca doesn't play, I mean, he he just tweaked his ankle this past couple days, this past week. So, but I mean, uh, All Star is still two two weeks uh, two weeks away. So he, there's a good chance he could probably play. But if and he doesn't as play, as a young first time starter, he probably has some motivation to play in that game. Yeah, and if he doesn't play, I could probably see them slotting I don't know Damian Lillard in there and then uh, bringing Booker up as a key uh, injury reserve. So. Well, I think we need to just really quick, speaking of Damian Lillard, can we just talk really quick about how ridiculous that guy has been over the last two weeks? Oh, my God, dude. Just, I mean, on a mission, man. Just absurd. And this is, it's kind of a. He scored 99 points in the past <laughs> two games against the two best defenses in the league. He set the record for the, mo- the third most points, or hold, now ties the record Kobe Bryant, the third most points over six games. Um, in NBA history, God. you look at his last two weeks. He's averaging fit, oh, 48.9 points a game, forty-eight point eight points. Nutty, a game, ten assists and seven rebounds. He's making so on the year he's averaging four threes per game. Over the last two weeks, it's eight point two. So he's putting up Steph Curry number threes, but he's also shooting fifty-five percent. I think that the six-game run he's on, he's shot, he's made forty-seven threes. Yeah, and this is absolutely <laughs> absurd numbers. And just shooting lights out, too. I think yeah. he's, like, shooting 50% on Fi- that. Yeah, 55%. Oh, my God. 55% field goal. Nasty. 93 uh, from free throw. Absolutely nasty. So, Damian Lillard out here, you know, showing showing how good he actually is. And But but the kind of the, the bad thing for, for that is we talk about the Portland Trailblazers, and if you look at the standings, they're actually – they've moved into the ninth seed. They're only a game and a half behind Memphis – but it's going to take performances like this from Damian Lillard. And you saw what happened to James Harden having to carry his, his team. He got just he, – he does this and then he gets wiped out for the playoffs and he can't perform as well like as, as we would expect. And then they just flop out of the playoffs. I feel like – I mean, man, the Blazers have been so consistent with going to the playoffs. I mean, they're like the Spurs, kind of like the Spurs, but they just never win a championship when it comes to like making the playoffs and I feel like if he has to do this every night to just even be competitive and win a game I I don't I don't see this really lasting till the playoff I mean he's gonna it's just gonna kill him man yeah and I know they get Nurik back soon but I think they're a team that and he just had a setback too I know there there is they're a team that um if they continue to win over the next couple weeks here we could see them look to add at the trade deadline 
And because they're talented enough to make a run, we saw it last year. I mean, because their 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 top two players are so good, but they obviously need something else. Yeah, I, I like mean, the Trevor Ariza trade though. Yeah, they they got uh, they're actually really close to getting under the luxury tax right now, and they they could possibly trade this on Whiteside. Uh, I know he puts up amazing stats, but I, I've, I've, the analytics say he's not like an actually good team player. Yeah, so. I don't know what kind of move they made. I was listening to uh, Dunked On's trade deadline where they uh, did this like mock makeup of like they had like five people and each one controlled like five different five to seven different teams, and uh, some of them were pretty interesting. But uh, one of them one of them had Capella going to the Celtics. They did this like three way three way team trade. So uh, I don't know who the Houston got. I, I think Houston it made Houston go under the luxury tax. So, but. Uh, Trade deadline is will the trade deadline be uh, done by the time our next podcast comes out? I think so. Uh, let me check on that because we'll have a lot of uh, we'll have a lot of trades to go over. If I mean, if something happens, I I feel like the past couple of years the trade deadline has been kind of uh, been kind of boring, really. Right, yeah. So it's the nineteenth. So no, we still have we'll have. Oh, we'll have another two weeks. Yeah, a couple podcasts before that. Uh, yeah. So I think uh, two podcasts now, from now we'll definitely go over uh, if. If any trades haven't happened, we'll go over maybe mock up some trades, see what uh see what's interesting. Maybe some more rumors will start uh, heating up. But yeah, uh, anything else you want to go over on these uh, All Stars? The only thing I want to talk about the All Star game. We talked about uh, another guy that uh, I don't think deserved it, but some people talked about being a snub is Zach Levine. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's definitely a, a next a step down in, in my opinion. Um, but there is a possibility he does compete in the – he had a, an interview a couple days ago where he said he wants to do something, and pretty much the only thing he could do is a three-point contest or the dunk contest. Yeah. And obviously, he's not doing the Rising Stars Challenge or anything like that. So we could potentially see a Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon dunk contest. That would be uh, – Would they do that? They did that three years ago? Yeah. So that would be kind of interesting to see that again. Uh, Derek Jones and Dwight Howard are all already going to be doing it. Um, there's is some rumors that uh, th- there's been a kind of a, a a push for Zion to do it. I there's no way the Pelicans are going to let him. No. So <laughs> let's just go ahead and uh, get rid of that thought right now. I just would be very surprised on that. But really quick, kind of our plan last week before we got derailed a little bit was to talk a little bit about Zion and his you know kind of his NBA start. And now what is he six or seven games in? Yeah. Um, he had a minute restriction. I think it's finally lifted. I think a couple games ago. Yeah. So the first two games he played under t- under twenty minutes or right about twenty minutes. In the last four, he's averaging about twenty nine minutes a game. Um, so that's probably where he'll sit most of the year. And he's out here showing why he was the number one pick. I mean, you look at his his stats, and he's averaging twenty points a game and nine rebounds with two uh, two assists on good shooting numbers, minus the free throw percentage, which uh, I think will come up some. I mean, we expected the free throw not to be good. I think he only shot like 70% in college or something. Yeah, and right now he's shooting like 48%, but the sample size is still relatively small. Yeah. The other thing, we haven't quite seen the steals or block numbers that we would expect yet, but I think those will come as well. The Pelicans, I know, are going to try to make a push here, and it sounds like the latest of reports are that Drew Holiday and Zion have a pretty good chemistry, and they might not want to mess that up. Yeah, with the way the Pelicans have been playing, I I don't feel like they're going to be sellers at the trade deadline. Like uh, a lot of people reported they were going to be like selling off Drew or someone else. With uh, how well this team has been clicking, I feel like there might be buyers. I don't know what they would buy. Uh, I 
I don't really see any holes uh, in no, their I team. See, I like the team. I, I'm not sure the. I mean, a lot of people had them uh, making the playoffs uh, in the preseason rankings. So I don't know what they could do. I mean, they could possibly they're, they're about sell. four and a half games back from the eighth seed right now. Yeah, which is totally possible. I they could sell JJ Riddick. I don't know what they could get in return. I don't know. I guess I haven't really watched a whole lot of this team and see what they really need. To be honest, well, um, they're, so they're six and four in their last ten, uh, and they just lost to the Rockets today. The, I mean, part of the problem is that they're young, um, and you know, there's there's just growing curves that come with that. I could see them selling off Derek Favors and moving Zion into the five as a short, a small ball, and five. giving more minutes to Jackson Hayes. Yeah, because Favors is on a really low contract. So yeah, he's on a pretty decent contract. I mean. Where I with where the way Zion is right now, he kind of fits more into the five, just the way he, how heavy he is and like how just good of a rebounder he is. Um, and I know he hit quite a few threes that first NBA game, but I don't think um, he's hit one since. But that's not gonna that's not gonna be something that we see him do consistently this year, at least. He just reminds me of like a small ball five. I, he kind of in that PJ Tucker role. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, Zion, it's it's crazy. I I saw some stat so. Eighty-three percent of Zion shots have gone in, or he's rebounded them. Yeah, and that's pretty crazy. His own shots. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. And we'll see him in the Rising Stars game. Yeah, so that's going to be exciting. Is he? Is he for sure playing in that? He's on the roster. I I don't know how many, if any, minutes he's going to get, but yeah, at least we have the opportunity to see him. But that uh, I don't think we've had any of the NBA three point contests announced yet. There may have been one or two people. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that yet. So. Uh, but yeah, it, Zion. I oh, man. it looks like uh, they have announced a couple people here. Damian Lillard. Yeah, and I remember hearing that. Yeah, I remember. Um, Trey Young and Buddy Heald. So that's a pretty good field. Yeah, hopefully Trey Young is healthy for that. I know he just tweaked his ankle. Um, yeah. a couple days ago, or no, I think that was yesterday. Cause yeah, we're, yesterday. we're recording on uh, February second for you uh, for you guys. Didn't know um, Super Bowl Sunday, so we're doing this right before the game. But. Uh, yeah, Zion, man. Watching Zion, I, I don't know if you were watching. I watched, like, I think, two games. But his ability to shoot up, uh, like, shoot at the at the rim and then come back down and then instantly go back up to get his rebound if it, like, if it doesn't go in is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, the guy, for how big and thick he is, and you know, maybe call him undersized, but he can jump. I've never, we've never seen someone weigh 285 pounds with a 40 inch plus vertical. Yeah, he, the dude literally just flies. And you look at some of the dunks, it's like his head's above the rim and he's 6'7, oh 6'8. Six, six, so hopefully, I, I don't, what, so what is your opinion on him losing weight? Like, where do you think he should be at to be? I'd like to see like maybe, maybe 10 pounds, 10 to 15 pounds lighter. A lot of people are saying around 260 where yeah. he should be. Uh, he'll be a little more agile um, because he really, size wise, he's, I mean, he literally could play the three. Yeah. We haven't really seen a person like this. Like, he's we, kind of a traditional body type, almost like a Charles Barkley kind of, kind of like a. I, there, there's not a whole lot of comps, but, you know, I look at him out there, I'm like, oh, that's Zach Randolph that can jump. Yeah. You know? He's just, he. I mean, he's 6'6, uh, 6'7, six, 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 just 285. And I don't know, but we've never seen someone that big. I mean, we've seen molds of it like in the jaron solinger zach randolph kind of like big big forward that uh doesn't really jump but i mean can rebound well and play in the post but he's jaron solinger with 
defensive like it's not even like you can't even compare him because he's so julius randall ish but more athletic with longer arms yeah and julius randall's maybe weighs like 240 250 and but he's I, a pretty big dude but i could see like a julius randall has how if you look at his game how it's transformed from when he was a rookie who was pretty much just a rebounding put back in the paint kind of guy who's worked on his ball handling mm-hmm. um and he, he could kind of do that coming in but now he you'll see him push the break a lot more and that happened like his third year or so yeah Zion, I think that's kind of what we'll see from him. Kind of like a Draymond Green-ish yeah. type person, I don't think. I saw that comparison like a really athletic Draymond Green, which kind of makes sense. The, the problem with, I mean, everyone likes to be compared to Draymond because he's that that typical, like, you know, uh, stretch four yeah. kind of guy. Um, I uh, Obviously, the shooting's still not there with Zion. I think he has the potential to be a better shooter than that. I mean, we, other than uh, he is now, Zion is really good defensively. I, I don't know if he's at Draymond's level. He, I mean, he possibly could. He could eventually get there. He's going to be way more athletic than Draymond's. Not a good athlete. No, uh, I mean, really, I mean, I mean he, he was when he first came in the league, but he's kind of slowed down. Yeah, he's he slowed down quite a bit, and kind of as he took on more of that playmaking role. Yeah, as he as he got better at that, his athleticism went down, and so we'll kind of see what happens with Zion. But I think one thing, and if you're an NBA fan and you're looking for the future, and I know we had you know this, we lost. You know, we talked last week about losing Kobe Bryant and how that we lost that, you know, such a big part of that generation. But if we look forward here and look at who we have right now leading this league is, is young people with John Morant, Zion Williamson, um, Luka Doncic, Trey Young, and the list goes on and on. Yeah. Jason, uh, Jason Tatum. The league is really strong. Yeah. I mean, in the all-star break kind of shows you that. Um, there also is a rumor that uh, Chris Haynes reported that Luka Doncic may do the three-point contest as well. Is he just going to do step backs? <laughs> he might need to. <laughs> uh, him and James Harden can can shoot step backs. So, um, but yeah, the league is in a really good spot, and this All Star break is kind of a microcosm of that. We see you look at like the rising star team. It's like okay, you know, there's there's quite a bit of talent out here. Who um, I wanted to bring this up to you. I, we didn't really talk about it prior, but who do you have um, kind of as your All NBA so far? We we did. Uh, I was planning on going over that in our mid season awards, but we didn't really get to it. Um, we just talked more general awards like MVP and defensive play of the year, but I was kind of interested in what your take on um, all NBA was. That's tough. Uh, I would think um, if, if you don't have to be second team, I mean, if you yeah, well, I'll just go ahead and do first team here. I think Giannis is is probably a, a surefire lock for for all NBA, and I think LeBron James will will get that too. Yeah, um, I would have said James Harden two weeks ago, but he's really struggled recently. So I think it's just so I don't know who you would put over him so if i had to go he probably over him, will still because yeah. he'll probably turn around so that gives you what three and three and <laughs> i'm trying to think if i had to go over my west so all nba they don't have do they, they have a center position so you have to select yeah the center that's so, why i've been avoiding the center yet because i don't know who it's gonna be so for the west my two guards um will be probably uh i think it's gonna be james harden luca first team and then it's gonna be lebron and Kawhi. And I don't know if they'll give it to Anthony Davis at the five for the West. If not, I could, see. I think they put it probably put him at the four. I, I just I think I feel like he's played center his whole career. They might give it to him just to put him in. If not, I. I mean, if so you all had, NBA all NBA is a, is is mixed between East and West. Is it? Yeah. So you just get first, second, third. Oh team. yeah, that's right. I'm, you're, you're right. Um, you're right. You're right. So one other person that could get that center spot. Is Embiid. Is Embiid. I just don't know about games played with him. But the problem you get with um, with the Anthony Davis playing the four is that 
there's also an argument like what do you do with LeBron? Is he a point guard? Is he a four? Is he a three? Well, see, here's the thing. I, I if you have two forward positions, it's going to be between Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis for those three those two spots, and I don't know who you take out. And you could, I mean, one of those guys is going to be second team. Yeah. I mean, it, Kawhi, for me, Kawhi Leonard probably doesn't deserve to be first because the the number of games he'll end up be playing. He's actually he hasn't missed as many as you think. I think he's only missed maybe five to ten. Yeah, it's not. I know. I know he hasn't load he's managed. He's been playing much really this well this year too. Yeah. He, well, and especially since Paul George has been less than um, himself, so because of the injuries. Yeah. It's it's going to be really close. Nikola Jokic probably going to be a second team guy. Damian Lillard, if he continues this, how? How are you going to – if Damian Lillard – if Yeah, if Damian Lillard keeps this up, what he's been doing this past two weeks – Or at least something similar to – some, Yeah, something similar. I would probably put him over Luka. Yeah, you just – Because Luka's missed like – he's going to be probably missing four weeks now. So he's probably going to be missing yeah. 10 to 15 games on mm-hmm. the year. I would probably put Damian Lillard over him, which is might be a hot take because, I mean, Luka's starting an all-star game and it's all been Luka, Luka, Luka. But the way Damian Lillard's been playing, it's it's really hard for me to put Luca over Damian Lillard. And it's funny, like if you guys might be thinking, like, why in the world are these guys talking about All NBA? And you don't hear a lot about the casual fan doesn't hear a lot about All NBA. Yeah, you hear about All Stars because there's an event, but All NBA is what really matters because that's what determines your supermax eligibility. Yeah, you know, like when you talk about being able to get that next step of contract, um, you have to. It's it's not All Star. It's All NBA. Mm-hmm. Or defensive player of the year, and I think there's a couple other things that qualify. I think MVP as well. Yeah. So, um, but it's really important to be on these top three teams. Yeah. Um, if, for these guys that are especially coming into free agency, I guarantee if you ask, you know, Clay Thompson, who didn't didn't make it and didn't qualify, mm-hmm. would you have rather been a All NBA or an All Star that year? He's taking that money. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. As we look at this All Star break coming up, you know, you kind of see these top top players in the league but uh, the top 15 are what really matter for do you to for contractual to, purposes to qualify for the super do you have to be uh the year before or did it can it's be like it's either i can't remember if it's a year before or two out of like three years or two out of four years yeah i, I don't think there there's more than one stipulation than just the year before okay there's some where you can like be a combination either it's either a certain number of years and a certain number uh or out of a certain number of years yeah or it's the year before, and I can't remember the exact. Um, I don't look at that until free agency time, but that's just kind of an interesting thing to to think about as we look at, you know, if I had Bradley, to go, Bradley Beal not making it, if he's third team All NBA, then he's probably not going to care next year. Well, he has two years. He just signed a two year contract. Yeah, so. yeah, he did. And so I'm I did say hypothetically. So that's why I was wondering because if if Bradley Beal, I mean, I don't think he'll get it this year, but if he somehow game makes like third team All NBA. After his contract ends, would he be up for a Supermax? Yeah. Okay. So if I had to go over second team, which is kind of tough. I, I mean, at my center position, it's hard not to put Rudy in there. Or Nikola. Or Nik- uh, or Jokic. I would probably put Rudy. I don't know, man. It's hard because you can have, like, Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns could, yeah, could Carl, tear it up, too. Yeah. He's it's, just been it, so hurt so It's far. tough when you're 40 to 50 games in. You still have uh, 30 games left. I think I'm going to put Jokic at – uh, second team just because uh, the way he's just been playing. Uh, my guards, this is this is tough. If we take if if Damian Lillard plays the way he has and he makes first team, then Luca's second. Team. Luca's second team, and then the other guard spot is kind of tough. I you probably give it to man. I don't know. Um, well, like Kemba Walker, Donovan Mitchell. You could give it to Kemba. 
Uh, and I wouldn't give it to Trey Young. No, I don't. I don't think so either. Donovan um, Mitchell, maybe. Yeah, it's it's tough to say. Uh, I mean, Ben Simmons probably not quite there. Jimmy Butler. Mm. Yeah, I think he qualifies as a front court player. Yeah, but he probably would be a front court player. Um, Chris Middleton, no. Jason Tatum is going to be a front court guy. That's tough. I think it's probably Kemba, maybe Donovan, and I think it's weird not having Paul George is another guy. That yeah, could be a, the he, second team guard. Yeah, I mean, if Paul George stays healthy the rest of the year, I feel like he could probably qualify mm-hmm. for a second team if he plays well enough. Uh, the two front court players, obviously, you probably have Anthony Davis if you don't have him in the first team. Yeah, and then your second team is going to be Kawhi Leonard or, or uh, if well, you have, depending on who you don't, if you have Embiid and oh wait, no, we totally forgot Giannis is going to be. Giannis will be first team. Yeah, so it's going to be Anthony Davis and probably, probably LeBron James. LeBron or Kawhi, which one of those two will have to be pushed down. You think, oh, man, this is tough. Okay, because so this have, is where the real discussion comes. You have Giannis. Yeah. Giannis takes a forward spot. I totally Embiid forgot. Embiid takes I, a yeah. centered spot or, yeah. or someone, and then you have another forward spot, and that either goes to LeBron or Kawhi. Yeah. So It could go to Anthony Davis, too. It's only Or two Anthony Davis. He could he could take the, the first team forward spot. Then you'd have Lebron Kawhi in the second team. The way LeBron's playing, I'm, I'm going to give it to LeBron. So I'm going to go too. I'm gonna go LeBron, Giannis, Embiid. And then second team is going to be Kawhi, Anthony Davis. Yep. And then Jokic. And then third team. Third team is where it gets tough. So third team, uh, you probably have... Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler in there. Siakam. Siakam. And then at center, you probably have Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert or Towns. I think I have Rudy Gobert. Right Just, now, it's Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's Rudy. Just the way Rudy's been playing in their second team, and he's probably going to win the defense player of the year again this year. So, you know, this is the do one of the guard that you could have as a third team guard is Russell Westbrook. It's hard not to put Russell the way he's been playing. I I'll, I'll put Russell as one of my guards. So you'd have to either kick out like a Donovan Mitchell or Kemba, or Paul George. I think I have I think I have Kemba and Russell Westbrook, and then one of my forwards is going to be Jimmy. My other four is going to be Siakam and then Rudy yeah. Gobert. That's tough, man. I mean, the, the, it's just hard with like being halfway through the season because you have no idea what's going to happen. You, one of these players could just go on a tear, like like Damian Lillard, or like let's say like Ben Simmons has been playing out of his mind. If he keeps that up when Joel Embiid gets back, does he qualify for a point guard spot? He's, he'd be a point guard because uh, Brett Brown said he wants uh, he wants to put Ben Simmons more at like a power forward spot or like a small ball center. Well, not really small boy. And like I think 6'11", they, but. that's the kind of the tough thing about having. And I, in my opinion, the NBA needs to transition to five first team players, in regardless of position, because it's so hard. I just, I the only thing is it kills centers. I yeah, I see. I'm a big man fan, so I don't want them to get rid of the center. I thought it was stupid when they got rid of it in the All Stars. So what if you did four, four? You could do four the, in a center. You could. The problem is that like we get these Jimmy Butler issues. We get these. LeBron James, like, what do you, what do you, honestly, LeBron's a point guard, but what is he really? I just, I don't, I don't like the idea of straying away from positions in basketball, even though it's yeah. been really kind of, it's been going towards that, like, positionless basketball. It is funny, we talk about it, and it's like, why, why do they care? Well, this is like, there's money on the line for these players. Yeah. Jalen Brown's another guy that, you know, if he, if he kind of gets out of that little micro slump he had, could be a third team question. Um, he would qualify for his guard, but I don't yeah. think I could. I don't think I could put him over could Chris, Jimmy. Could Chris Paul get in there? Maybe. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good players this year. Yeah, it really, there is. really are. So I don't know. I think I think first and second are pretty set in stone, except for maybe the second team center position. Yeah, but third team is really up in the air. I think 
Siakam probably makes it. I mean, and Jimmy as the front court. <laughs> I mean, there's so many players that they're going to be just on the verge of it too. Like, yeah, no, oh, yeah, you know, Trey Young obviously having a fantastic year. Yeah, I just I think his de- defensive uh, liabilities. I yeah, don't, I don't see voters putting him in. I mean, Devin, Devin he, Booker obviously we know didn't get the All Star. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I would consider Devin Booker more for third team if the Suns were in the uh, playoffs. Uh, yeah, if they had more, if they were had a winning record, I would consider yeah. them more. Bam Adebayo could be a third string center. Yeah, so, but probably not. I mean, I think Jokic, Jokic, Gobert, and, and Joel Embiid are probably going to be almost locks for I, that. Yeah, I don't see any other center better than them. Th- those are probably the Drummond won't be really considered. No, he's just more of a stat stuffer. I don't really feel like he. Yeah. Uh, contributes to winning basketball, even though he's yeah. a fantasy stud. But yeah, but yeah, I think that um, that pretty much wraps up our you know kind of just a preview of the All Star game. The All Star game is in Chicago this year, and it's coming up uh, pretty quickly. It's the they start on the fourteenth of February, so we're only a couple weeks away. Um, you know, obviously they'll start out with the the Rising Stars Challenge, which um, I just want to talk really quick about that roster. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple guys that did they announce uh, both rosters? Yeah, the the U.S. and the world roster have been announced. Um, Is Luca playing in that? No, no, he's not. So if you're an All Star, you can't play in that one. Oh, you can't. Okay. Um, so I'll go ahead and go through this roster really quick. The USA roster is uh, Miles Bridges, Devonte Graham, which I think is a really cool one. Uh, Tyler Hero, Jaron Jackson, John ja Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Eric Pascal. PJ Washington, Zion, and Trey Young, um, but uh, Trey Young won't won't play in that one, so I'm not sure why he's listed in here. Okay, because he was he was in the All Star. So yeah, he won't play in that one. Um, world the world roster, um, Nikhil Alexander Walker, which is kind of an interesting choice. Is he Canadian? Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay, um, but it's just interesting to see. Did uh, not did, really sure why he's there. DeAndre Ayton, R.J. Barrett. What is Ayton? Is Ayton Canadian? Eight, um, he, I can't remember exactly where he's from. Um, not, I don't think he was born in the U.S. Oh, okay. I didn't um, know that. Brandon Clark, and then they have Doncic listed. He yeah, that was that. so that just came out. I don't think Brandon Clark was going to make it, but they just found out he's Australian. He's Australian citizenship, so he yeah. can play for World. Yep. So he'll be a, a World roster. Shea Gilgis Alexander, uh, Rui Hachimura, Svee Mikhailuk, Josh Okogi, and Mo Wagner. So, um. Pretty much just a couple players that are headline that, but I always like watching those because that world ca- team sucks. Yeah, the, it does. The world <laughs> that, team sucks. That world team is terrible. The, other than Aiton and Barrett, and uh, let's say Shea Gilgis is probably the best. Yeah, he might be the best player of all of them right now. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about Shea. Um, so that, so who's going to be that starting lineup? So uh, for world, I would probably say Shea, point guard, uh, Barrett, shooting guard, small forward. Uh, who? Who'd you say was on the uh, Svi Mikhailuk, maybe? Yeah. Ruby Hachimura, if he's healthy. Probably Rui. Power forward's going to be Clark. Clark, and then probably Aiden. Aiden. Yeah. And then the U.S. team would probably ja. be, be Jaw. Devontae uh, Graham. Devontae Graham. Tyler Hero. Yeah, is he big enough to play the three? Probably see him with the three. Okay. And then you probably have uh, Jaron Jackson. And, and then Zion. Zion. Yeah. Assuming Zion plays, that, I mean, I actually might watch that. I didn't really, yeah, let's say it kind of will be interesting to watch this year. I don't ever really watch those games, but uh, it's it's gonna be interesting. I'm, I, there's some pretty big names in that. So the one thing you see from that is there's all this tends to be like this one player who carries it. I think a couple of years like Kyle Kuzma just crushed the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you kind of see like who's ready, who's going to take that next step. Or yeah, I think really the last Rising Star game I I watched 
Foley was when uh, Kyrie Irving and Brandon Knight were going at each other, doing heat check threes and trying to like yeah. one up each other. That was kind of interesting, but yeah, I'm not I skills challenge. Only Derrick Rose has been rumored, but I I think the skills challenge needs to be replaced. I think it's really boring. Yeah, or do something different. I don't know what they do to fix mm-hmm. that. Uh, it just feels like they kind of play. I've watched I've watched highlights of it, and it just feels like they kind of go through the motions with it. They don't they really do. try, yeah. and I don't think it really has any. I just don't feel like it has any meaning because, like, yeah, they just need to find something different to replace it with, yeah. I don't, or or change how it's done. Yeah. Um, one last kind of thing as we kind of wrap up here. Um, well, obviously the Super Bowl is coming up pretty soon. So as we kind of wrap up here, one thing I want to talk about is the NBA has changed the All Star format this yeah, year. Yeah, the scoring format. So I kind of was, I kind of understood it, but I, I, I didn't. As far as I understand it, so each they will play each quarter and start the score over at zero. Um, so the score will start over and zero. Whichever team has the most points in that quarter, um wins the quarter and then the money's going to charity to charity it's um, going to the mamba foundation right uh i'm not sure exactly which foundation it is i know the i think the fourth quarter is because the fourth quarter it's the first team to 24 points each team they're honoring kobe by each each team was wearing eight and 24 right uh 24 and two 24. two for his daughter oh, okay from la- last i heard okay um but it's going to be it's going to be to different this year so uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. The game really doesn't mean that much. So, I mean, the All Star game, the actual results of it don't really mean anything. Um, I kind of like the idea of making four little mini games, um, and it looks like they're going to go towards cha- uh, Chicago-based charities. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's going to be you know play each individual. Um, Was there any honorary All Stars announced? Was Vince Carter announced as an honorary All Star? Uh, I don't think there was any. I didn't hear any news. Which about I'm that. okay with. I think those last two guys were such a big. Yeah, I mean Vince Carter. Yeah. He's close. So okay, here's what it says. So it the each score each quarter will have a separate score. The final target score of the game is 124 points. Mm-hmm. So uh, to win the All Star game, a team with 100 points would need to score 24 in the fourth quarter, but a team with 95 would need to score 29 and vice versa. Um. There's no, there will be no game clock in the fourth quarter. Um, the so, All Star Game will end with a made basket or a free throw. There's going to be over a million dollars contributed to Chicago community organizations, um, and then the winner of each three quarters will will get a hundred thousand dollars for charity of their choice. It looks like, yeah. So that's kind of a cool, uh, cool little change. I mean, I, I, I kind of just a show game. So yeah. I, I was uh, listening to uh, the mismatch on the Ringer NBA show, and they were talking about different scoring formats for, like, not in typically in-game, but, like, uh, if they did, like, tournaments or, like, All-Star, where they just have a set score. I, I don't know. I don't remember who does this. It's a league. I don't know if it's the G League or something. But they uh, what they do is they just have a set score. So you so it, it, it speeds up the game. It's like the first team to score, like, 100 points. So there's no, like, oh, stalling out with free throws or, like, fouling for free throws you know like trying to yeah. like like all this like uh you know the last two minutes doesn't take 20 minutes because yeah. you have all this which is i think is kind of cool and it i think um and like teams can go on runs and it, it really help you you know and so i don't know i thought that was interesting what, what do you think yeah i like the change i like 
even you know even if it's not something that sticks, I like to see new things happen in the All Star because it can get yeah. really repetitive. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So doing small things like that where you get charity based um, things, and I I think the whole goal is to get the players to try. Yeah. Um. At least as much as we can. I it's it's so weird. I I. I really don't understand why the players don't try during the All Star. I can understand during the Pro Bowl because, like, football is such a uh, is, is a contact sport, and you it, get hurt so easily in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I can understand why players don't want to try during that. But like, the All Star game when it comes to like basketball, like, come on, man! Like, I don't. I, I just that's why I don't really watch the first three quarters because it's just players running by people not trying on defense and it's just it's like all done i don't know i didn't say it's not it's not i'm not a fan of it so may if if they can do any kind of changes to help make it more competitive so i can yeah. watch the whole thing i would be I'm I'd, for that. yeah i'm up for anything so yeah is it so i think that pretty much covers kind of our all-star coverage uh next week we'll just kind of go over um you know NBA standings and kind of give you a more rundown of what's happening because we'll have a break before there won't be anything all start to talk about. We may get some trades next week. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen a whole lot other than Trevor Reza being swapped for Kent Bazemore, um, which I like the move by Portland if they're trying to compete. So there hasn't been a whole lot else. We might do some mock trades, um, go over some things we might think would help. But we know the, the, the news in the NBA this week has been kind of dominated by the, the Kobe Bryant. And if you had a chance to, uh, or if you haven't had a chance to watch the memorial that the Lakers did, go out and watch it. It was pretty cool to see what they did. Uh, LeBron James's speech I thought was really heartfelt and, and, and well done. Um, but we know most of this week's dominated by – well, it's actually been interesting. Normally this is like Super Bowl week. Yeah. But Kobe's kind of taken it over, at least for my sport. He's going to be honored at the Super Bowl too. Yeah. For most of my like sporting news feed that I, that I follow, I've seen a lot more about Kobe Bryant than I have Super Bowl week. But um, – Super Bowl's coming up here in just about uh, 45 minutes, so... Um, We're going to go pregame with some nachos go, and food, so... Go ahead and give me your prediction on the Super Bowl. Well, I have $40 on 49ers winning, so... Okay, so you're taking the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win. I think I, I have not quite made my bets, my bets yet, but I will here before the game starts. Um, I think Chiefs take the, take the win here, and I think it's going to be really close. Yeah, I mean... I don't have anything against the Chiefs as a Minnesota fan. We're in different conferences, so uh, I I kind of I I guess I should root for the Chiefs because they're AFC. But I don't. I kind of like the 49ers team. See, uh, I, I don't. I don't really like the Chiefs because we have so many Chiefs fans around us. Where I just, you know, if I they're they're actually the closest team to us. There's some Iowa players on each team. I just I'm a big uh, Kittle fan. That's why I'm kind of rooting for the 49ers. Yeah, I think there's like five or six Iowa players total between. I think Chiefs have two. Two linebackers. I know 49ers, they have Bethard and Kittle. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have anybody else. But anyways, well, it's just more of like who um, – our teams never make it, so we kind of just yeah, – <laughs> We're all – the Colts and the – the Colts, the Vikings have been like – at least they're teams that are somewhat in the hunt most of the years. At least he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> always next year. Oh, God. So um, – yeah, so enjoy the Super Bowl. That's what we're going to go do here, and then uh, we'll probably won't talk about any more football after that. So, which is kind of nice because as soon as the Super Bowl's over, it's NBA's turn. Yeah, and baseball will start here. Um, the spring training starts in just a couple weeks, but regular season's about a month and a half out. But that really won't take anything away from. So the we'll NBA. have a good two months of basketball. Really, like what that's going to be dominating sports headlines and stuff. Yeah, so. and it's even probably maybe even a little more than that because we you know get the champ the finals are in June and then people don't really care about baseball till 
this yeah. summer. So I mean, football will kind of pick up a little bit for the the draft, but yeah. in the combine, but uh, mostly it's uh, basketball season now, uh, right after today. So uh, if you guys are out there and you're at Super Bowl parties and you're drinking, if you can't, I've always preached this, but if you can't drive, get an Uber. Um, I know yeah, it's not be, that expensive. No, we're not sponsored by Uber, but Uber, if you're listening, or Lyft, or anyone, or a taxi, just drive safe because I know there's going to be a lot of drinking today. So, yep, yeah, be uh, responsible and have a good time, enjoy some sports, and uh, root for your favorite team. And check the NBA scores today. They did play some games today. I know most people don't care, but we do here at uh, load, ma- load management. So, yeah, uh, that's think that's been it for everything, guys. Uh, hope you have a good Super Bowl, and we'll see you next week. See ya. We've been walking through the forest with blood on our hands. We got lost in such a foreign land where we could be free. We could be free. I'm a pagan, I'm a pilgrim, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint. I'm one of God's children that's descending from the state. We've been deceived. We've been deceived.